Kathy Zaka. Hi, I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your host today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today we will be doing another What's on Our Hearts episode and we will be discussing looking forward to what's coming, His glory. Woohoo! Wow. And our scripture for today is Habakkuk 2.14. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. All right. As Susan just mentioned, we're going to do another episode of What's on Our Hearts. Today, it's going to be looking forward to what's coming, His glory. And with all that's going on around our world today, sometimes it's really difficult to pull ourselves away from the noise or the junk that we see and hear around us. We get consumed with it. You know, I know I have. Mm -hmm. But the more time I spend with the Lord, the more He encourages me to look forward to what's coming. And I know through my intimate time with Him that it's His glory. So many good changes are coming. So the three of us want to talk about it because, well, it's really exciting. All right, Susan, can you give us a good description of what God's glory is? Sure. God's glory is the magnificence, worth, loveliness, and grandeur of his many perfections. God communicates his glory through creation, image bearers, providence, which is his caring provision as he guides us through our journeys, and redemptive acts. God's people respond by glorifying him. That's good. I like Mm -hmm. that description. The hope of glory is the fulfillment of God's provision to restore us and all creation. It's not a wishful thought, but the confident expectation, joyful knowledge that we are being changed by God and will one day see Christ face to face, having been conformed to his image. Mm -hmm. Isaiah says that God's glory will be revealed, which means God has wonderful new things for us we haven't seen before. That have been previously hidden. I mean, think mm-hmm. about that. Can you just imagine, you know, the glory of God when it falls here on earth? I and mean, we've, we've experienced it in small doses, right? Right. But right. nothing major that he keeps showing us that's coming. Right. Like we are going to be out in the streets, in the fields, on our, on our faces, mm-hmm. you know, yes. because it's going to affect us in such a way. And I just can't even imagine what that's going to feel like. It's going to be awesome. It's just going to be, it's going to silence us. Yeah. You know, I was going to bring up when we were, Kathy and I attended a conference in Chicago. Yeah. And while we were in a time of worship, I, you know, I grew up in Chicago. Yeah. And I know what it's like there, you right. know, 24-7. Yeah. Uh, growing up in the city, I lived on the south side. And so, but while we were in worship, I had this vision of all the buildings, the tall buildings in Chicago. And I saw people standing on top of the buildings and they were worshiping the Lord like they were looking up to heaven, yeah. and they wanted to be as high as they could be, and they were standing on top of these big, tall buildings, you know, and and just worshiping the Lord, and it was like a glimpse, like just a little glimpse of seeing what's coming. Yeah. Can you wow. imagine cities? You know how big cities are. Right. And just even in the country, but people all over just worshiping God together, like leaning out their windows and worshiping God and standing on the buildings. I mean... That was Nobody. just a little glimpse. That's so glorious. Nobody's going to be able to right? see that. You're, when, you, when, when that happens, mm-hmm. it's not even about witnessing what other people are doing. It's 
the feeling of it. It's right. The it's awe. when it comes down, you're not going to be able to deny it. Well, yeah, and you'll want to be a part of it, and right. it, you you'll never want it to end. Right. 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 Oh, I mean, that just gives me chills. Yeah, that's exciting. That is beautiful. Is. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. And. You know, another part of his glory is the wisdom of God. Yeah, of course. Wisdom mm-hmm. to be displayed by us now. God is teaching us about the spirit realm and about his wisdom. Right. Wisdom's so important. Yeah. You think we all are walking in wisdom? And I, I think, you <laughs> we know. Try, but we don't. <laughs> I, I remember Solomon asked, you know, God said, whatever you want, I'll give it to you. And he didn't ask for riches or anything like that. He said, I need your wisdom. I ask for wisdom to be able to rule your people the right way. Right. And he was one of the wisest men in the Bible. He was renowned for his wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. And so you think about Solomon and him asking for that. And I think as we've been caught up in the world, you lose a lot of wisdom. And I think what's coming is an outpouring of God's wisdom, just yeah. like he did for Solomon. Right. He's going to do it for all of us. But I think, too, the Bible says if you lack wisdom, ask for it and it'll be given to you. Right. And I remember as a kid asking for it because, you know, I thought it'll make me smarter. Right. I'm going to be smarter. <laughs> you know? But wisdom is just greater than knowledge. Yeah. You know, right. in my mind, it was really more like knowledge. I want to yeah. be smarter. But but God was giving me something better than that. Right. He gave me wisdom. And that helps you to make right decisions and to know when's the right move. I mean, you can't make a whole lot of money in the stock market unless you have wisdom, right? Right. So, I mean, it's it's just, it goes with that territory of God blessing you yes. and expanding your territory, making you prosperous and blessed in your life. Yeah. Wisdom is a huge gift. Right. 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 And we need it. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. I think about when I have my experiences in the heavenly realm and, you know, it feels, I've told, I've talked about this before, it feels so different up there. Everything is so natural and beautiful and peaceful and his glory there is very natural. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of the way that they live. Mm-hmm. They, they don't know what it's like without it. Right. It's heaven. So his glory is there. And I try to imagine that here on earth, wow. that, that, that his glory is natural. Mm-hmm. You know, then that means... Like it would be a natural occurrence right. every day it's 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 just there it's it's always existed mm-hmm. you know but we have there are enemy we have sin we have all of that so it, it disrupts that it distorts it and you know just just thinking about how it is in heaven and comparing that to here you know and one day we'll have that you mm-hmm. know at the end but it's hard to for me what i'm trying to say is it's hard when i'm in heaven when i'm experiencing that because I'm in my human flesh, but my spirit is in heaven, right? And I'm trying to process how that's so natural here when I know what it's like. Down here. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and I really do have to separate myself from it because if I do, I get so caught up in it that it, it I can't enjoy my experience in heaven. But I think about it. Do you, you know, you're saying you get caught up in the, I, I the start, feeling? Yes. I okay. start thinking about how it feels to be there compared right. to how it feels to be down here. And and it, it's so natural there, and it's just not a normal thing here. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I can't wait for. I can't wait for God's glory to come down and for us to experience it because it is just unbelievable. Okay, so let me ask you the question. Okay. So what do you think the glory will look like right here in real life oh here on gosh. the earth? I mean, everything that we know will be different. 
mean, I had that one glimpse. Yeah. Right? Of mm-hmm. people standing on building right. top or yeah. tops of buildings and, and hanging out the windows. Right. That was just a glimpse. Right. I mean, it's you know. a little glimpse of it. Yeah. And so I, I think, well, there's been those times when I've been in prophetic meetings where the Holy Spirit was really yeah. strong, right. you know. And I think that's what I, I kind of had like this glimpse of. And even the Lord had given me some words, you know, on, on certain days. He said, it'll happen in small, obscure places which you where you wouldn't expect. Right. You know, and then so as I expanded on that and allowed myself to imagine even more, I'm like, okay, so it's going to start in small, obscure places, but then it's going to spread like yes. wildfire. You know, because like when you give your testimony to somebody, you start talking about the Lord and what he's done in your life, it encourages that other person, right? Right. So it passes on that glory to the other person. Yes. And they get encouraged, and then they go tell a friend, and then they tell two friends. So you're spreading the glory. And so on. And so on. And so on. Remember that shampoo commercial? Yeah, (laughs) So just knowing that that's how it's going to start, like a small fire, but I don't know. Maybe he's going to pour it out and we're going to be dumped on with his glory, right? I mean, I'm okay with that, too. I'm okay with that. I'm good with that. (laughs) Just pour the whole bucket on me. Right. Exactly. It's definitely going to surpass all of our understanding. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. Or not. Our natural mind won't be able to. He said that to me and other people, too, other prophets, that that this this has never happened. What we're about to experience has never been done before on earth. Right. Right. So it's going to be very That's why we have to ask wonderful. the Lord to expand our imagination, imagination and understanding about this. Yeah. But then again, it's fun to be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> right? Father, he yes. likes to do that. Yeah. So I just kind of see in my mind, I would keep asking, okay, Lord, what else is it going to look like? You know, and I just kept seeing people telling others, those who've been healed and delivered themselves you know, I see deliverances happening. I oh, yeah. see miracles of healing. Right. I see people healing other people. Whatever that has happened to them and God's blessed them, they're going to turn and do it for other people. Right. Right? It's it's just going to light a fire. It's not just going to spread. Right. Yeah. Wow. And what about once his glory is here? Imagine a government that we can trust. Well, yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, <laughs> because he is going to appoint godly, godly leaders at the head of our government. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we're not going to have to experience the mistrust, you know, Mm. the lack of trust that we have right now. Mm -hmm, I think that's going to be huge. Can we even imagine that? Mm -hmm. Can we not just in America, but all over the world, all over each country? It would just be, I could just totally see a sense of peace in your heart. You don't have to worry about that stuff. You don't have to even read about it in the news. Unity. There will only be good stories on the news. Right. Wow. Is wow. that even a thing? <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, okay, so now how would his glory, thinking about that, being able to trust the government, right? how will that glory change the church? Oh, my goodness. Wow. You know? Think about wow. that. I mean, there's a lot of people that distrust the church. Yeah. Because they've been hurt by the church. But yep. imagine when his glory comes, there won't be that distrust anymore. There right. won't be division like we've talked about before. Yes. It'll be a oneness and a just a great feeling of family, unity. Uh, yes. You know, and, and no just, division. Right. The doors will be wide open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For everyone. I keep feeling a party. That's what yeah. I keep seeing is like a big party, no, just celebrating no the Lord. And no gossip. No. That won't <laughs> right. that won't exist. Not right. in the spirit of unity. Right. Right. 
And I, I was just thinking, you know, there was just that whole being caught up in in the glory of the Lord, right? Right. So I was like, well, will there still be church on Sunday? Because I could see us doing this every day of the week, right? Right. So then I'm then I'm like, okay, go back to the word. God says, remember my Sabbath day and keep it holy. Right. So that's a command by God. Right. So I can still see us meeting on Sundays, right? Right. Just right. having because everybody's got to do some kind of work, right? Yeah. <laughs> we can't just be partying forever. All right. Partying in the glory. <laughs> hey, that's okay too. <laughs> So, you know, having the Sabbath day where we come together and we meet and we worship as one body, we honor the Lord because that's that's part of what he's told us. Right. But I really believe like the doors of the church will be open 24-7. Right. I, re- I really do. You know, and I think there will be so many people that will that will be stepping up into places of helping and ministry because they'll just want to. Right. Right. It's right. not going to be a have to. It'll be a want, want to, to mentality. Right. Yeah. Yes. And and there'd be just so many people being delivered and healed that I think there I see them kind of turning and doing it themselves. Like the Lord healed me, now I want to heal others. Right. The Lord delivered me from this you know demonic oppression in my life and and strongholds. I want to go and help deliver other yeah. people with It'll, excitement. Yes, you know you just yeah. want them to have what you have. Right, there won't be any fear. It's like when right. someone first comes to Christ, they're so excited from what God delivered them from and saved them from. They just want to go tell everybody. Yeah. Right. You know, that's what you see in someone oh, who's a new God. Christian is excitement. And they're just telling everybody, like, when you're in love with somebody. Yeah. You know, if you're, since we're all women. Right. You know, when you're in love with, you, you fell in love with your husband or you fell in love with this boyfriend, you know, whatever. You can't stop talking about him, right? right. Everybody's going, will you just shut up? <laughs> <laughs> We've heard enough about him. <laughs> But it's the same feeling when you're so enamored in love with the Lord, you can't shut up. Yeah. You can't stop talking. Why we're doing this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> you can't stop. I found my place yes. in this world. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So I, I think, too, there's going to be that need. Again, I'm, I'm just going to interject this. There's going to be a need for people to step up and do the ministry. Again, yeah. I think it'll be a more of a I want to than I have to. Right. But I think that's... Something we need to look into. Yeah. Well, think about the church will be a major influence. Right. Instead of a silent majority. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because we don't step out. We don't step up. We're quiet. Mm-hmm. Many times. We're right. We're right. timid. We're shy. Because of fear. I I think that's more from fear. I think so, too. There, people are worried about what other people think or what will, right. you know, you can't talk about this because the government will shut you down. Yeah, and the, It's the spirit of religion. People look down right. on religion because it's so... <sighs> I don't even, it's... it's Restricting. Restricting is mm-hmm. a very good word for mm-hmm. it. We just cannot flow. God, we have restricted God mm-hmm. with these religious limits that we put on him. Right. That's not God. God's, he's about freedom. I really think when the glory comes, there won't be restriction. Yeah. I mean, be I, freedom. We're going to be a force to be reckoned with. Why? Right. The right. Bible right. says where the spirit of the Lord is, there There's is freedom. freedom. And so. I think a lot of things, too, are so politically correct today yeah right that the, the message gets lost that's, right yeah that's what well, i was saying there's too yeah. many people that fear what right government's gonna shut you down because you start speaking about this or that yeah well we're just speaking about the truth that's and it <laughs> you know who's in control of the government that's the enemy right and he is causing a lot of problems but like you said too. if when once the glory hits the government imagine Ooh. a government that you can trust and yeah. not be suspicious about all the time and, or, and then think about like we were just talking about the church Think about how that level of trust, I mean, the distrust will go away, mm-hmm. and then we will be back, the church will be back where it should be. 
mm-hmm. which is we're the ones that we should, people should be coming to for help. Right. Right. We're a light to, on the on the hill. Right. That right. everybody we're runs light to. In darkness. Right. Right. You know? The city on a hill. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. You know, the for me, the glorious church means we are to live in the glory of God. Right. That was the target when he created mankind. Mm -hmm. Love that, yeah. We've fallen short of the glory of God. Our sin caused the arrow of his purpose to fall short. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The glory of God is manifested, is the manifested presence of Jesus. We will see a church in which Jesus is seen in his glory. Mm, That's That's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. And our our church will be a bride without spot or blemish. Yeah. Can you, wait. Can you imagine that? Nah. <laughs> so I said, it's time to expand I our know, imagination. I know, yes. but just wrap your mind around that. The bride is the church. Yep. How? How We've been, we've had blemishes since mm-hmm. the beginning of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just going to be so, like you said, expand your imagination, start imagining it, because these are the things that we're headed to. And I I'm, I would say, you know, that doesn't mean that the enemy's not going to try and, and oh, yeah. mess things he's up. He's still here. Right? He's still here. Right. God but, hasn't put him, done away with him yet. Yeah. But when you're filled with the Spirit and you're filled with the Lord, the enemy can't stop that. And so that's why I say it's going to expand like wildfire. Yeah. You know? And the more people around you with in the Spirit... The stronger we the will stronger be. The stronger we will be right. in unity. Yeah. Right. Good. And, you know, I think that the bride without spot or blemish, it'll be when God views our obedience as complete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I think it takes a mature man, disciplined man in the church, all of us. Like yeah. an Olympic athlete will never go to the games by gifting alone. Right. Maturity comes with discipline and as well with no jealousy Rather, using our spirits as one to work together, like Paul said yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. Wow. We use all good. of our gifts together. Right? Oh, the gifts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We use our gifts together as one, like a well-oiled machine. Yes. yes. No gift is greater than the other. No. no. no you know, no. even if it's more public, whether one may be more private, all the gifts work together and they function and they're just as, as important as and, the other. And it brings yeah. glory to God. Right. Yes. You know, his glory is coveted. It will just glorify him even more when we function the way that we were meant to. Mm-hmm. Ah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So good. And these gifts of the Spirit, you know, fully expressed, there will be manifestations everywhere. Oh, yes. Like racial barriers will be broken. Yeah. Sexual barriers will be broken. Mm-hmm. And age barriers will be broken. Mm-hmm. We could dig into that. Yay. But, I mean, just think about that. Mm-hmm. Racial barriers. Oh, my gosh. What are we dealing with right now? Right. And right. sexual barriers. Oh, my gosh. Identity. Ah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. And age barriers, you know, Paul talked to Timothy. He says, don't let the world stop you, basically, because of your age. Yeah. He you was know? so young. He was. Timothy. He was a younger disciple, right? right? And so he's like, no, don't let that stop you. <laughs> no. It doesn't matter what age you mm-hmm. are. If you're willing, God will use you. Yes. That's simple. In a powerful way. Yes. Yes. You know, God's spoken to me and the other prophets about new ideas and new inventions coming to pioneer new territory. That's coming. He's positioning his church in such a way that many new things will suddenly burst forth. Things that he could not release before because the enemy was in control. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. God is going to change so many things. Yeah. And it's all about what we're doing now, the battle that we're fighting, the war that we're in. God already has his army of angels here right now fighting mm-hmm. for us. We're fighting. We're partnering with him. We're fighting. And then that brings in his glory. 
and when his glory comes in, everything changes. You know, you said inventions because the Lord revealed that to me too yes. in my prayer time. Right. Was new inventions and things coming. The blueprints. Are you talking about yeah. blueprints? Yeah. You know, and just things that like I saw more of a modern city. Yeah. You know, like when you see in, in movies, you right. know, like Space Age with cars flying in the air. Yeah. And <laughs> I saw like a glimpse of that while he was talking to me and telling me things. And I right. thought, how do we get there? So, you know, how do we prepare for that? And so I, I would say, let's just ask the Lord to expand our imagination, right? We right. have divine imaginations. We sure do. Created by God. And so it's through our imaginations that we see visions and all kinds of things. Yes. So you And, and we have dreams. Yes. And so we can ask the Lord to give us those things that are coming. Right. So we can prepare, prepare. for it, right? That's, right. That's good. Right? Yeah. And should we be training ourselves, you know, for what's coming, like being knowledgeable to be able to minister to people? And yeah, I think he's doing that now. Yeah. I think the Lord's been preparing his church, his ecclesia, we talk about that, mm-hmm. even now for what's coming for the masses. Yeah. Like he has been keeping his church, his ecclesia, kind of out of the spotlight because he's training us up, mm-hmm. you know. And then when this glory happens, these people are going to be ready to move uh, in. they've been refined by mm-hmm. the fire. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be ready to step out and help these this massive, the billion so harvest that we've talked about. That's and I think to do that, it's uh, you have to see yourselves as God's holy vessels. Right. That's been really impressed on me lately. Yeah. Is It's a stepping away from what you've always known and go back to being holy. Right. And set apart for God. Right. It's The Bible says that we are priests and kings to the yeah. Lord, right? So we have to learn how to step into those roles. Right. And to really spend that time alone with the Lord, reading his word, and that's what helps you to spending too. intimate time with him. Right. Mm-hmm. That's how again. You, right? <laughs> We're gonna beat that horse. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I mentioned before too, you know, deliverance. You know, deliverance training should be something that we not only go through ourselves not deliverance training, but deliverance for ourselves. Right. It's a ministry. It is. Uh, yes. where deliverance just meaning we're freed from the things that have held us back. Uh, when you come into, this is something that was not taught when I was growing up. I never learned I it. didn't either. We, no. Yeah, we, we all heard church. about salvation. We heard about Jesus and the gospel. Right. We accepted it and said, yes, I want to be a part of God's kingdom. Yes, I accept Jesus as my Savior. Yes, I want to be his child. That's salvation. But then afterwards, you know, you come into, Kathy, you were how old when you became a Christian? 31. 31. There's a lot of baggage that was there before you got saved, right? And so being saved or, you know, changed by Jesus, there's a lot of stuff that you still got that needs to be gotten rid of. Yes. You know, get get rid of the baggage, I say, you know. And so having deliverance or going to people that have deliverance ministry and things like that can help you be freed from all those things. Like say somebody has addictions, somebody has, you know, behavior patterns that are, that are wrong, you know, sinful. Those are hard to break on your own, but you need the Holy Spirit to do the breaking and the breaking off, right? Generational curses. Right. Fear, right. anxiety, right. you know, spirit of doubt, spirit of uh, self-pity, self-pity, rejection, right. anger, right. You know, it, some uh, identity, some, right? There's so many things. Some that people we don't say even they're born, you know, into sin. We are born into sin, we right? We are. 
But there's generational curses, like you said, that are passed down from the third and the fourth generations. That's it's, what the Bible says. And even after, even after you're born and, and you're going through your own walk of life, mm-hmm. it's what have you accepted? What have you allowed the enemy right. in? You don't even realize it sometimes. Right, right. You don't realize it, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you're walking, trying to walk as a Christian or as a good person, you know, you don't realize what you invite in your life by coming into agreement with it. Mm-hmm, the right. things that you watch, the people that you... The, the things that you see or hear or or the things that you do, you know, oh, mm-hmm. that's not that bad, you mm-hmm. know, but you're inviting the enemy in to allow him access, access yeah. so that, that he keeps you far away from God. Because mm-hmm, right. it says, you know, like in the Bible says, anger is a foothold for the devil. Right. Well, that's anger is like a big open door for the enemy to come in and create havoc on your right. life and, and what is his job kill still destroy and right. when you allow that and when you come into a partnership with the enemy then you have all these infirmities that come up these sicknesses these illnesses right. that cause because you've come into agreement with it right right and you Sin start can cause sickness, sickness. yes all exactly. kinds of sickness yes. autoimmune mm-hmm. i mean this is i think going to be a whole other episode yes. oh yeah <laughs> well susan and i we, we we just went through our first deliverance conference mm-hmm. about a month or so ago and it's harderforgiveness.org. It was an amazing experience for the both of us. And yeah. Laura has already been through it on her own, you know, years ago. But Yeah, I didn't do this program. Right. Uh, but, this was just two friends that came alongside yeah. of me. And what a wonderful experience that right. was. There you was know? so much that she got to experience. And for me and Susan, and you could speak for yourself too, Susan, but for me, it was one more tool in my tool belt. Mm-hmm. of understanding how the enemy operates and understanding what he's doing and how getting delivered from some of those spirits that are holding me back, mm-hmm. it just, it, it freedom. That's the word right, I yeah. had to get out of my mouth. Freedom. You become free because you start realizing that you're allowing the enemy to hinder everything, you, every area of your life mm-hmm. because you have these things that are holding you back. Yeah. Well, when right. I went through the deliverance I did, it was because I had a huge stronghold of fear. Right. And I mean, I once I went through all that and basically what it was, and don't be free, you know, freaked out by the word deliverance. You know, right. some people get these images in their mind of things they've seen other people do that right. you don't want is kind of freaky, it. you know. But all it was was coming alongside of my thoughts and my feelings and comparing it to the word of God and saying, well, which do you believe? Something you've believed a lie all your life or God's truth? Right. And you compare those two and you go, wait a minute. I said that up. That's not right. Yep. And why am I thinking that way? You know? Yeah. And it, when I was finished with all the deliverance I went through, I, I went through several weeks with my friends just helping me yeah. see things, right? And when I got done, I'm like, so I was I was angry at the enemy right. for deceiving me yes. for so yes. long that's good deceiving yeah and i just was like i felt like he had flipped the tables on me and i was believing a lie yes. for so long about right. the believing the lie of who the enemy was i felt like he had more power than it really i was elevating the lie that i believed was i have elevated the enemy satan over god, god. and god's power and satan's power yes and the authority that god put into me yep brought me into a place and a position of greater authority than the enemy. Right. And so I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he flipped you. the tables on me. I'm right. flipping them back, right? Yeah. Right. And so it was just like you said, freedom, but also empowering me. 
empowering to walk in the authority that Christ put into. That's what he died on the cross for in the first place, was to give us that authority to overcome. And again, like you said at the beginning, the God's commands was to subdue the earth. That also means to subdue the enemy. Yes. Because that's our authority. That's right. On this earth. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think one of the really big things that I learned in the deliverance is that you are separate from sin. Yes. You don't you identify to with at sin. People that way. And you start looking at everyone Everybody else that way. the same way. It's not them. It's, it's right. the, the enemy operating through them. It's, it's the separation. It's the sin. My identity is in Christ, Christ, not, you know, the enemy, not sin, not, you know, and I think a big issue like with people that don't want to do it yeah. is pride. They fear, fear that someone's going to think badly of them because they do have, you know, um, issues, issues like fear, <laughs> or anger issues, issues mm-hmm. you know, all the things we struggle with. And uh, that was really interesting for me to learn. And that's, I also that's good. I also thought learned that this is not a one shot deal. Deliverance. No. You go and then you've got to walk it out yes. day by day. Hour by hour, you've got to. There's a lot of layers. Spirits want to come back. Yes, exactly. Like an onion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have layers. layers and layers and layers that we've built up over the years. And we may get the first layer off and we feel so free. And then God goes, you know, there's more still there. <laughs> yeah. We got more work to do. And I go, oh, you know. And then I'm like, okay. He's like, he just tells me, get back up on the horse and yes. let's keep working. Right. And yeah. so it is. Yes. It's a taking off of layers. And I'm still, it's been years since I went through all that. And there's still, I'll, I'll catch thoughts that old familiar thoughts of fear, right? Yes. And I'm like, I stop it right immediately. Yes. And I, as soon as I hear it, I go, no, I don't believe that. Right. And I just start, I rebuke you. Right. I rebuke that lie. And I don't believe it. I don't receive it. And I don't come into agreement with it anymore. And so that. I just accept what I, I know is truth. Yeah. You know, that's good. That is good. Do you have anything else that you want to say about it? No. Okay. I thought that was a really good point. Yeah. That oh. you brought up. Okay. Say that again, what you said about you don't see, you don't look at people and see their sin. Isn't that what you said? Separation. We, we, we learn to separate the, the people, person the person from, from the, the sin. sin. Right. So whatever is in them, whether it be anything we've mentioned, anger, fear, you know, mm-hmm. that's a spirit working in them right. against what God created them for. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just have to, you know, even if you need to at the moment, you can cast that out, not out of them, but out or of you it can, coming towards you. Like, what I learned there too from Jolene McCord, she's the one that, that did the deliverance conference. So she's got a lot of people working with her. She's amazing. But she taught me, okay, so if you see the sin operating in somebody, you can bind and mute that, that spirit. Yes. That spirit of doubt, that spirit of unbelief, that spirit of anger, that spirit of fear, whatever it is that you ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that this person, you can bind and mute it so they cannot operate in that person when they're dealing with you. Well, bind. you bind it and mute it from them speak, from the end, that demon speaking those lies into their mind. Right. That's how you stop it. Yes. You're not actually well, right. going to that person. I just wanted to clarify. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good you. clarification. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah, but that, I, that was, was a big tool for me. Yeah. I've been using it using it it's been yeah, working right it has worked every it's, time it's a strategy it. of warfare yeah. yes right and like i really i just that's why i wanted to say have you say that again is because when you see people acting up yeah when you know, like you said or you see people just 
They're not even Christians. But you see people on the news. You see people throwing a tantrum in a store in or public, whatever, or throwing right. a fit. When you see that person, you don't need to see that person as, boy, that person's an idiot. You know, yeah. what you see is, wow, this person's really dealing with a lot of demonic activity right? or just a lot of their emotions and stuff. And it's the enemy working in them. That's how you need to see it is the enemy is working in them and not look at them you know, in the wrong way, judgmentally. That's what it's trying it to causes think you to sin, right? When you do that, right? right. Do you see how the enemy yes. works, right? And he the, wants to again, drag us all down the, the rabbit hole, right? You know? Right. Because my reaction would be to say something negative, right? Right. But again, the power of life and death is in the tongue, right? And so, if we start speaking things like that, wow, they're a blah blah blah. Again, we're speaking curses instead of blessings on yes. those people. Yes, And exactly. our job here on this earth is to help other people, not right. to hinder them. Right. We're to bring them to the kingdom of God, not play along with the same stupid games, right? Right. right. So I really That's liked good. when you said, brought that up. That's, That's good yeah. stuff. Yep. You know, when God's glory comes, we're going to be in awe, right? I think we can yes. all agree on that. Yep. I experienced it through an amazing vision the Lord gave me last year, and I want to share it because it was pretty powerful. I received this vision on July the 5th of last year, 2022. All right. As I sat praying, worshiping, and waiting on the Lord, I was taken to heaven, and I found myself standing next to Jesus in a very large banquet room. I was wearing a beautiful white dress, and it was the most expensive dress I've ever worn. Jesus began escorting me through this large room that was full of people, and I heard the Holy Spirit whisper, the bride of Christ, he is coming for his bride, and I felt cherished. And before I go into the next part of this vision, I want to share some details of the meaning of my visit to a banquet room in heaven. And when you experience dreams or visions, it's important to pay close attention to the details so you can look up their meaning at a later time. You know, that's something that Laura taught me because she's <laughs> dealt with, with dreams. Lots of dreams. Yep. So I looked these details up in Barbie Breathitt's book. It's titled A to Z Dream Symbology Dictionary. And I was overjoyed at what I found. So when you see a banquet, it means the love of Jesus, great preparations and planning will bring success and happiness, overflow of blessings, abundant wealth, invitation to a wedding is coming. And a dress indicates a variety of social encounters are coming. The color, the cost and style of the dress will give indications for what type of occasions you're going to attend. The color white means love, spirit of the Lord, holy power, purity, light, peace, victory, reverence and holiness of God. So all of these things indicate that Jesus is planning something big with his bride, his mm -hmm. church. So as I was walking through this banquet room with Jesus, I felt so much peace and joy in my heart. And then suddenly I was back on earth standing among a very large crowd of people. And this is thousands of people. Like I could just see where I was standing. It was filled with people. It's got to be tens of thousands of people. As far as I could see, there were just people standing outside. And the atmosphere was filled with expectancy. The clouds above were moving across the sky very quickly. The light was different. The light coming from the sky looked and fit. it felt different. Hmm. And I heard these words. The glory of the Lord, the glory of the Lord. Just brings me back to it. Every single person fell to the ground as the glory of the Lord fell upon us. And I lay flat on my stomach. And I knew I was experiencing God's glory being poured out from heaven onto earth. It was heavy. The atmosphere was heavy. It was hard to breathe, and I couldn't even open my eyes. It felt like a heavy blanket weighing me down. I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. So I concentrated on breathing, one breath at a time, breathing in and out the glory of God. We must have stayed in that position for more than an hour. 
There was nothing but his peace and joy. I continued taking small breaths in complete awe. Slowly, breath by breath, I was able to move my arms. I tried lifting my head because I could hear other people around me beginning to stir. With much effort, I was able to sit up on my knees, and all I could do was worship. I opened my eyes, and I could see other people doing the same thing. We began to sing and worship in harmony, and it was such a beautiful sound. I then looked up and saw Jesus. His arms were outstretched towards us. His face was full of joy. More and more people began to see that he was there, and the more we looked, the bigger he got. He filled the sky as we looked upon him, and we continued to sing and worship. And I could see our Father just beyond Jesus, looking down upon us. It was an amazing sight to behold. And I could also see many angels surrounding Jesus. Then Jesus said, The glory of the Lord is coming, and when it does, many will not be able to deny it, but some will. The choice to serve us or the God of this world will always be yours, but make it you must. Yes, your world is in turmoil turmoil right now. So much anger, fear, deception, and hatred. These things are from the enemy, Satan. He wants to destroy you and your families. Listening to him brings death. I am here to encourage you. Come to me, all that are weary and heavy burdened. I will save you from the enemy's evil plan to destroy you. Stay close to me. Listen for my voice. I will guide you in the way that you should go. Many changes are coming. Stay close to me. And I continue to worship, watch, and listen. I could see angels playing harps and what looked like violins as the people on earth continue to sing. Glory, glory, glory to our Father in heaven. We love you. We love you. We love you. And Jesus continued, I will reveal my glory to the ones that love me to the ones that stay close to me. And when the day of truth comes, do not fear the things you see or the things you hear. Know that I am in the midst of the chaos. I will calm the storm. I am there and I will strengthen you. I will protect you. I will guide you. And I will give you the words that you need to speak. You will not want for anything. Yes, change is coming. Expect it. Embrace it. Rejoice in it. We have heard your prayers and are coming to deliver you from the evil that has come against my children. For those that already know me, get ready to embrace many more that will come to know me. Your wisdom will be priceless to them. Stay strong. Stay close. We are almost there, and I am never far away from you. You are loved and cherished deeply. My glory will bring in fresh wind, fresh air that will replace the stench that is encompassing the earth. With my glory will come new wineskins. Wow, we've talked about that. (laughs) It is time to throw away the old wineskins, for everything will become new. My glory is not only for my precious children that know me, but for the prodigals that will be returning to me. Preparations are being made now all around the earth, for when my glory comes, revival will break out, and the largest buildings will not be able to contain the people that will come to know me. My glory will bring deliverance, salvation, healing, freedom, joy, and so much more. My glory is coming. Are you ready? And with a loud roar, we answered, yes, Jesus, we are ready. And then I watched as Jesus, God, and the angels disappeared from our sight. This encounter felt so real to me. It was amazing. I will never forget it. I will never forget it. Just even speaking it now just makes Mm -hmm. makes my heart happy. 
And then this reminds me of the Bob Jones prophecy we've talked about of the billion cell harvest. You know, many people are going to be saved and many prodigals are going to be returning home. That awesome? That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. It's coming, guys. Mm-hmm. His glory is coming. Yes. You know, Kathy, and there's unity of faith that's coming too. Faith that works through love mentioned in Galatians 5 through yep. 6. Yep. Love and faith are essential of the Christian faith. Faith comes from the Word of God. It's a lifestyle, not a concept. So I think there's going to just be stadiums full. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, and it'll surpass all history. Yeah. Right. right. That's why I was saying, like, you know, the church would be open 24 hours a day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's going to always be somebody there to... Minister. Minister, to help, to Or just questions. worship the Lord together right. with other people. Yeah. yeah. You know? And the... I agree with the billion souls of people that are going to be saved, right? And miracles beyond number, healings, Mm -hmm. conversions, resurrections, deliverances, too many to count. Mm -hmm. There'll be no special speaker, no well-known miracle worker, just the church being what God has called her to be. All this will be outgrowth of the unity of faith. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. You know, the bride of Christ finally will be in unity, right? Yes. And will be unstoppable. And that excites me so much. You know, and if you've listened to our podcast, you know, I've written two books about unity in the body of Christ. So this is very dear, near and dear to my heart. The first book I wrote was SOFT or or SOFT, which is Standing on Faith Together. The second book I wrote was Standing on Faith Together in a post-pandemic world. I mean, it's it's important. God showed me it was important. And I had no idea when I wrote these books those years ago that that's that's where he's leading us to, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's amazing. You know, unity in the body of Christ is important. It makes my heart happy to know that we are finally headed in this direction. Exciting days are ahead of us. We will be in such awe of our God, our creator, and many will completely walk away from their sin to serve God Almighty. I'm really looking forward to what's coming. His glory will be magnificent. And once you experience it, you will never be the same again. What do y'all think? Glory, 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 glory. I'm ready. You know, I kept thinking while we were talking through this whole thing, I'm like, there will be no more pharmaceutical companies oh and my no oh, pharmaceutical my commercials on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to put them out of business. That's right. Sorry, guys. There'll be a lot glory. of airtime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's what? Right. I don't think there'll be a whole lot of people watching TV much. Yeah. That's very I true. think we will be busy doing other fun things. Right. Wow. God's got more oh good stuff gosh. in store for us, people. Yes. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, well, it's time to close. We hope you enjoyed our discussion today, and we'll be right here next week. And we just want to close with this scripture from Psalm seventy-two, nineteen: Praise his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. amen. <laughs> all right, today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. We appreciate all that you do for us, Caitlin. And before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. And we just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at puretruthpodcast3, that's the number three, at gmail.com. All right. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is laurapotter.us. And mine is susanoffin.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. All right, until next time. Susan, Laura, and Kathy.
Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electric acid. Electric acid.